Hi guys, this is Walter. And Tiki. And we're sitting here with my mom's youngest daughter, Premier. Why you want to say your mom's youngest daughter? Like y'all got two different moms. I said my mom. Well. If my mom is, if her mom is my Like y'all mom, got a different. No, I just didn't like the way you did that. Do that. You got a problem. No, they need to know that that's another condition you suffer from. <laughs> Where everything people the things that people say if they don't hit your ear right they suddenly incorrect no no I said my mom's youngest daughter which would imply that me and her share a mother yeah but why didn't you just say my okay, sister if you can't put that together Tiki me and the rest of the audience shouldn't have to suffer because you have a problem with the way things hit your ear okay. I, I, why did the TV, everything just went I, dark that's what I'm talking about every time we every time show, we start this something show happens. something happens. Now the whole TV just went, just turned off. It said, "Get to it, get ready, get in the mood." No, nah, I feel like you turned it off. Don't turn no TV off, making me plunge it in the darkness. I didn't. I don't like that. I don't like. But that. anyway, it's good. I like the ambiance. So I don't like to be plunged in the dark. Hey guys, like I said, um, we're back, and now we are going to get straight into it because no matter of fact, we're not going to get straight into it. We never. Um, did. This is to all the people that leave reviews. Now, I appreciate all the love and support that we the have been getting. 27 five-star reviews. Exactly. 27 five-stars. And we now, have a few. 13 below. You know, you're <laughs> Blow <right>. me, bitch! <laughs> and that's auntie. And that's from auntie. Now, but... um, uh, I wish I had her here so she could say it the way she say it. This... It is just strong. I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to, like, be keep being repetitive. Like, we're going to banter. We're going to joke. We're going to go back and forth. I can't help it. And we'll get into the ghost stories, and, and then I'll we'll banter. And her because I have to say what I have to say when I have to say it. Exactly. And if you don't like that, you just rather hear straight ghost stories and they no have, commentary or no interruptions. They that. have other places for that, and I suggest that's where you go because this is not it. Now... So. For the ones that love us, we love you all back. Hey, guys. But, um... To the haters. You always gotta say something. We're gonna okay. get straight into it. This is Hop from... On your Kim. And ride all okay. The <laughs> what is you over there saying? Hello. That's the difference. I love your... I love she your site. I have always she, been she, very interested in the paranormal what is, lucky and have become somewhat of a walking encyclopedia of ghost stories. I have only a few stories that I know are true beyond a shadow of a doubt because they happened to me. This is just one of them, but it is by far the creepiest to me simply because of the circumstances. Okay. I work for the state <clears throat> in children's services, and sometimes my job requires me to work late into the night, sometimes just to wait for a fax or a phone call, but I have to be here. Anyway, when I first started working here, I was told that the building is haunted and not to be surprised to hear things at night. Or, of course, being the way I am, I thought it was pretty cool until I experienced something firsthand. One night I was working pretty late, but I wasn't nervous because two other people were in the building with me. I heard the first, I heard the first leave around 630, but the other was still here. I kept hearing her walk up and down the hall and going into the copy room. I called out to her a few times, but she didn't answer, so I figured she was in the bathroom. I finally left work at 10.30 that night after listening to my co-worker pace for, 
for for hours in the hall. I was kind of surprised not to see her anywhere when I came out of my office, but again, I figured she had gone to the bathroom. Now, the reason I knew who it was is because I had taken a break and gone outside for cigarettes and saw her car out back of the building where she always parks. The next day, I had to work late again. I kept hearing someone pace the halls, and this time, I stepped out of the office to see another co-worker. He was surprised and said he kept hearing things, so he just had to figure out if anyone else was here. He asked why I kept using the bathroom on the other side of the hall where I had my own. I hadn't used that bathroom. No one else was in the building anyway. The next day, we were up front, we were up front laughing about scaring each other the night before, and I started telling everyone about how my co-worker had paced the hall so long two nights earlier. She got this strange look in her, on her face and said she hadn't been there. I told her I knew she was there because her car was out back. She said that she had left her car at work and gone home with her sister. She didn't pick her car up until midnight that night. No one else was there. So what did I hear? And what did my other co-worker hear the night before? I have had to work several nights since then, and I always hear someone walk in the halls, even when I know I am the only one in the building. I recently found out that this office used to be a doctor's office, and I can't help but wonder if something unfortunate happened here or if someone is just working late right along with me. No. They could have been a, um like yeah. an abortion clinic. I feel like it if was... If somebody's an... working late alongside me, then I'm not working late. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> he said... You know, so that means you just I quit. I can't do it. You it. I can't do it. I can't sit in a building and know... That clearly somebody is in this building with me. And it's nothing I can do. I can't see him. I can't say, get away from me. I mean, you could, but you look like an idiot. And then that draws their attention. I feel like once you acknowledge them, now they know you can see him, you can hear him, they go mess with you even more. So I prefer to just sit. That's why I used to always pretend that I couldn't see him. Like, like, like if I would see a ghost... Mm-hmm. You know how you, you know, I told you the stories how I used to be at my house in the nighttime. I would always close my eyes and I could see them there. Mm-hmm. I would pretend I couldn't. Like, that's why sometimes if I hear a noise, I'll act like I didn't hear it, even though I yeah, did Yeah, because I don't want to feed into it. Like, I don't, I feel like as soon as they know that you hear them. Yeah, it's like a bullet. It's like, oh, I'm at acknowledgement. Oh, they know I'm here now. And that's when the weirdness and the craziness yeah. really start. And then once you're scared, it's, it gets stronger and stronger. It's another version of bully. You know how, like they say, if you don't fight the bully back the first time they do it, they're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you acknowledge them that first time, then it's like. They got a connection with you. You you the person that they can get through through to. They can communicate through you. No, I'm good. I don't want right. to. Right, and then when you can, they get madder and, and especially mad, like... not for free. I know they said wow. That. They said wow. Anybody who knows me, I know they said. <laughs> Stop doing that. And, and so I, I don't want money from the family. I want it from the ghost. You can do it. You're a ghost. <laughs> like I feel like if ghosts can make your pen disappear and reappear, you can make somebody's wallet disappear and reappear in my house. And if, you <laughs> and if you can't do that, we've got nothing to talk about. I'm not doing shit for free. But I look like a fool. Yo. You come here, harass me, 
show your face and you probably don't look all too fucking well. <laughs> and now you expect a favor from me? <laughs> Motherfuckers don't even... That's just like... Yo, can you stop? Yo, <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm not working for free. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do any of that shit for free. I'm not delivering your message for free. <laughs> You lead me to like a fucking lost treasure or some shit. It's like, I know where One Eye Willie's pot of gold is. And if you deliver this message to my family, then I'll give it to you. Then I'll be like, all right, I'll tell them whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but not for free. You ain't about to have me looking a fucking fool going to somebody's family. Your dead aunt came to me. Her name is Shelp. No, nah, I'm not doing that dumb shit. And I feel like ghosts know that that's some dumb shit. Like, you, had, you at one time was human. You got, a, you got all your fucking faculties. You know what I would look like if I did some shit like that. And oh you trying to still force me. Because you did and you can't be seen or made the fool of. Fuck I look like. A clown in a square to be mocked and pointed at. Really, yo? You really going rant? Oh, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. Next story. Yo, that was too much. <clears throat> the next story. Okay. This is from Jennifer. This is a true story. This happened to me when I was eight years old. I'm now 28 with three kids of my own. It happened in my hometown of Salt Village, Illinois, which is known to be a place that Indians pass through using Salt Trail to get to other destinations. At least that's what the official story is. There are others, like myself, who believe more. We believe that Indians actually settled there, if only for a brief periods of time. There's always been talks of bones being found when a pool was dug up or a garden was put in it. But most say it's just that talk. Not me. I believe it. I also not only believe but know that the ground that Salk Village is residing on is sour, cursed, beyond anybody's wildest dreams. And I have many stories to support that belief. But for now, I will start with my first story of proof. Said the ground is sour. Yeah. The soil <laughs> of a man's heart is stonier, Lewis. And that's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> that's the knickknacks. That's Stephen King. So, if it was a cold, normal night in the season of autumn, cold enough to keep your in, you inside your house snuggled under a blanket, I was doing exactly that. An eight-year-old can only do too much during these times, and I chose to do my homework so I could read later. I had been listening to Rick Springfield album on 8-track. <clears throat> this is old. I was playing it on my, two, <laughs> on my 2XL robot toy. This was a toy that you could put 8-track cartridges in. That was made by the company. Oh, I was going to say, was they really 28? But then I remember I had one of them. So, you had one. Yeah, because I could play, Um, I used to play the uh tapes that mom had in the car. Inside of it, it was a toy, and you could put, like, you know, the Walkman tapes in it. Yeah, but that's not the one they talking about. You know the A-Track. Yeah, they talking about that thick-ass A-Track. I didn't have that. Like a video I feel like they not 28, and they really close to the age, because that sound like 77. <laughs> Boy, I am not nowhere near 77. Don't play no, me. No, I'm talking about the year, not your age. Oh, okay. Don't yeah, do that. You, you, know, you, you, had, you know you had your child young. Don't do that. The listeners know. <laughs> they know you is not that far from 28, 27. You, what, 17 years? Do that thing. So, anywho. Go ahead, girl. This was a toy that you could put 8-track cartridges in that was made by the company to be sort of a trivia game. You'd play the cartridge, 
and it would ask you questions and tell you jokes. Oh. It had two big red robot eyes that flashed red when you were when you were correct. It had three buttons you could push to answer your questions. 2XL could also play normal and 8-track music. And of course, its red robot eyes flashed in time with the music. So it was doing exactly just that on that cold autumn night, flashing its eyes to Rick Springfield. And I was quite contented. My bedroom was on the second floor of my house and faced north along with my bed. I had a window north of me and east of me. Of course, it was dark outside, but it was so warm inside and so very comforting. Every now and then, every now and again, I'd look up from my homework and just look into the darkness. No reason. It was just something I did. Well, this is what this was the last time I ever did that again in that house. And I was sitting there. All of a sudden, I felt instantly cold, and every single hair on my body was raised. My blood felt like it had ran cold, and decided. I decided to just keep pumping through my body. I don't know that's how she went. I guess she meant to say it. it my heart was racing. I was perfectly terrified, and I didn't even know why yet. My 2XL was suddenly stuck, and it kept playing the same verse from Rick over and over, holding my heart, holding my heart, holding my heart, and its eyes weren't even flashing anymore. So now they were just burning bright red. Blood red. Then I felt the magnetic pull, like something was pulling me up. Something had, had that has had haunted me for the rest of my life. Sitting just barely outside my window, levitating, was the most horrifying image I will ever see in my life. A creature, about two feet tall, but sitting Indian style. His skin was snowy white, and you could see the outlines of his bones because he was that skinny. He wore some sort of white cloth draped sideways on his body. This is why I later named him the Gandhi Monster. Mm. My young mind thought his skinny body and his white cloth looked just like the real Gandhis did. The creature's head was too big for his body, but he was completely bald. His two horrible big dark eyes were piercing my soul as he stared at me. He opened his mouth and grinned a grin at me that haunted my dreams for years. His mouth was full of long, sharply razor, sharp-looking teeth, dripping with blood. I didn't know a mouth could fit so many nasty teeth in it, but it did. I watched as the blood dripped from his teeth and slid down his chin and onto his white cloth diaper shorts. He raised his hands and reached for me. <laughs> I knew he was going I knew he was going to laugh, man. The fingernails were at least four inches long, gnarled looking and sharpened to points, also dripping with blood. I wanted to scream. I wanted to run, but I was locked into place by his piercing eyes. I couldn't breathe. I felt as if my brain was being scrambled and my soul was being raped. His grin became bigger and larger, and he opened his mouth wider. He kept looking at me as if he knew me, as if he had been waiting for me. He started to lift his arms more, and it looked as if he, if in seconds, wait a minute, because now it's the way she wrote it. Hold on. Don't do that. Yeah, just yeah, Because it's like how people, I can't talk about people writing. But you as if even like, 
Because he started to lift his arms more as if he looked... I'm going to just skip that. As if he would actually... Okay. His arms and more... Because it's all... Now it's all scrambled. Like, they wrote it scrambled. He started to lift his arms more as, and it looked as if in seconds he would actually be inside me. My room and not just outside my window. All traces of reason disappeared and my mind snapped. I still don't know how I did it, but I managed to tear my gaze away and leap off my bed and out my bedroom door, screaming with every inch of my soul. All in like two seconds, I could feel him pulling me. I could feel that horrible stare penetrate in my back, so I screamed down to the hallway to my mother. Of course, when her and my father and younger brother came back, it was gone, but they knew I saw something that they did not try to tell me. It was my imagination. They comforted me and ta and, ta and taped up all the windows in my room. They actually had to pull down the shades and seal all sides with duct tape. Mm. I couldn't sleep in that room for almost a year. Mm. The whole family, mom, dad, and my brother and sister know about this experience. My brother even remembers coming into the room with my parents afterwards. The Gandhi monster was a story we didn't tell often, but it's always brought fear to speak of it, to us and to others. My parents never spoke of it again, either. As I grew up, I tried to face my fear and sleep in that room, but never did I sleep with my back to a window. Never. Eighteen years later, I moved to Florida with my own little family and have found peace within myself, but I will never forget that creature, and I will never sleep or sit with my back to a window. And I will never forget the one thing I heard it say to me in my mind as I was running out of the bedroom door. Someday I'm coming back. Oh my God. That mm. would have scared me. Huh? That would have scared me. You believe it? You believe mm. it? Don't debunk people. I asked her if she believed it. I mean, yeah, I believe it. Because, I mean, some of the you stories that you have told us. Who? Her. Well, Premier. I don't know if I believe it. You don't know if you believe this one or Premier's? That one. Oh, why? I mean, razor sharp claws dripping in blood. You don't know what them people... Don't do that. Long, like, don't do that. razor teeth dripping that, in blood. Yeah, just because we have not seen other... You don't know how spirits come to other people. You do not know that. Wear the paper. She didn't say that. She said it looked like Gandhi. That's how she said it. It was a diaper. Yo, you just get on my nerves. And then it was a toga wrapped around it. Okay, so how you gonna tell her what she seen? So it's a, it's a Greek demigod with sharp razor teeth and claws. That's not even funny. And a weird alien head. You're not gonna tell her what she saw. Like I don't like when people don't do that. That was the main thing we were talking about. People trying to debunk somebody well, else. If she say that happened to her, that's said what she seen. When we created this show, that we were going to discuss <laughs> stuff, and I don't believe that one. Mm. It didn't hit my ears right, and it sounded fantastical. If it is true, you've you've witnessed a, a, a great miracle, perhaps an alien encounter, but I don't believe that was a ghost or a demon. You believe it was an alien? That sounded very dark, and it sounded untoward. And by untoward, I mean dangerous. <laughs> She said it was dangerous. Did you feel the... And then... Like, he was... You don't... I don't and like then it that. said, I'm coming back. Like, how do you sleep at night? How do you go on with your day? How do you move on down the road? 
and go on and have a family and be at peace, I would forever... She said she never slept like that. Man, fuck not sleeping like that. I will never sleep again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about uh, uh, until I had psychosis, until... Until they had to put me under at the hospital. Until they forced me to go to sleep. Because, and even then, I feel like I would wake out of that drug and boost coma. And I would say, never again. Never again. I got to be on the, the move. I have to be alert. It's all I keep repeating like a crazy person. I just be in the corner and I just say it. Coming back. Coming back. Coming back. Coming back. And I'd never be the same again. And the fact that they was able to move on and tell this story only further makes me believe that it's it's just a fantastical like dream or something that they they t- they putting out there. Like that's not something that they really went through because no way are you still this like sane How and do able you know to talk. That? I think you're a fucking miracle walking this earth. <laughs> you're a miracle walking this not- earth. I ain't going to debunk it. If it happened, that's some like fantastical creatures and where to find them <laughs> like that's that's fucking uh <coughs> a house elf and, and, and all the all the centaurs and, 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 and giant wow. spiders in the forbidden forest okay and to all who don't wish to die a most terrible death you're supposed to stay out of the forbidden forest don't okay. have told me that moving on we could have been moved on. Okay, two. this one is about um, because you're the one crazy. Yeah, I just it was so too this much. is about Resurrection Mary. Well, talk. okay, now we hitting fucking Archer Avenue. Let's do it. Did you know I love her? Yes, I always wanted to see her. Creep me out. She ain't getting in my truck. Well, it said happen to surf and see your sight, and I just wanted to let you know that I saw Resurrection Mary in Justice, Illinois, back in October of '92. Oh shit! After- I wasn't even born yet. After getting off work at 3 o'clock a.m. from a chemical plant, Whitco Corporation, near 51st and Central in Chicago, I was driving by that particular cemetery at about 3.30 a.m. on my way home from work, driving by, but initially not thinking much of this, of this site, as there was a nightclub with women, what, what? with women of ill repute. Yeah, you know. Okay. Nearby, I know what that know. I know what that is. It's the street walkers. Nearby, mm-hmm. I saw a woman in the light blue or white prom dress standing by the trunk, standing by the trunk of what looked like a black park limousine at the front. This South- will be one of those moments where we talk about how we interrupt because as a psychic, as somebody with claircognizance, as soon as he told me that he was near women of ill repute and that he also coupled that up with she was wearing a prom dress and that didn't give him teenager vibes and he felt the need to continue to drive down this street. That's a predator. <laughs> He's a predator and he was lo- looking for something. No, he was not. No, He's, no, no. He said no, that, no. I, that I does already, not mean I that. Know, when I, let me tell you something. When my, when my spirit, <laughs> when something hits my spirit, I'm always correct. Nine times out of ten. He Even said if he I'm was wrong, getting off work. And that was weird what to you, him. Why, why, it wasn't weird to you, bro. Hey, you drove down that avenue knowing it was where the women at ill repute was. <laughs> then you're going to see a girl wearing what is undoubtedly a prom dress in your eyes. Who, who the fuck? What, what grown-ass woman wearing a prom dress? At 3.30. Okay. In the morning. No, that's a runaway. By a graveyard. Okay, you was looking for your next victim. <laughs> I got to watch out for people. I tell you, man. 
You thinking motherfuckers be worried about ghosts and shit? It's these a large motherfuckers you got to worry about. You okay, can I go? Go ahead. So nearby, I saw a woman in a light blue or white prom dress standing mm. by the trunk of what looked like a black park limousine at the That's at the front Southwest Cemetery driveway of Archer Avenue to the cemetery. I showed, I slowed down quite a bit to get a better look at the odd sight, but then drove off. I thought it was probably a prostitute with her John. However, looking back in my mirror, maybe a second later, the woman and the limo were gone. Let me assure you that there was no way that I would have missed the limo driving by me. Okay. No, of course not. Because, I mean, if it's behind you, it's a damn limo. And there was no way that I would have missed that drive off in the second that it took me to look back in that mirror. Right. They weren't on the road or in the cemetery because I looked for taillights. The cemetery gates are pretty large, and it would have taken a great effort and time to open both of the cemetery gates for the car to get through. I did not think much of the incident until a few days later, talking with some of my employees that lived in the area near the cemetery. The two of my employees mentioned that I had probably seen the ghost called Resurrection Mary. I did not much believe in ghosts until the incident, and I am still somewhat skeptical. But I cannot fully explain what I saw that night. That incident is still vivid in my memory, and it's kind of creepy to think about it to this day. I hate when people say they still skeptical. Then it's it's going to be one way or the other. You're not going to have your cake and eat it, too. <laughs> now, either you know damn well that you didn't, that, that limo wasn't able to get out of there in time. Or the limo did get out of there in time and you're just, you know, you're insane. Those are your options. One or the other. Either it's really it was a ghost or you're crazy. Because uh, what else could it be? I'm not about to. I've never been the type of person to refuse my own eyes. Right. Like I see something and then I tell myself I didn't see it. How the fuck? <laughs> see, that's, true. that's not how, uh, 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 you know, reality works. Right. The fuck I know what I saw with my peepers. That's why I don't like when people try to debunk other people and tell me I mean, what I get seen. that. That's I get that. And that's what I'm saying. But that shit's hell defense. Don't bring that back up. Because we'll go, that'll take a long run and then we'll go back for it. We'll go Never back mind. instead of forward. Never mind. Moving on. That didn't make no damn sense. So, okay, this is, um, this is Elena. What? Ever since I could remember, I have always had an interest in ghost stories. That is why I'm telling you about this now. Okay. No, I don't have a ghost in my house. A friend of mine told me about this place at least 10 months ago. I was so amazed at the story. I asked if he would take me to the place. No one really ever goes there. I guess because it is so dark and creepy looking at, ni- looking at night, but during the day, it's okay. Nothing strange happens. Well, first, before I tell you more about this place, let me tell you the story of why it is so usual. The city is called Lake Forest, California, they call it, Canyon Creek. Mm. I guess because it is nothing but canyons and wide open spaces of nothing but rocks and wildlife. The story goes back 30 years ago that a lady who was in her 40s, no one knew, uh, no one knew what her name was. She lived alone with her two Great Dane dogs. She was very rich and owned all of the canyons which is like miles and miles of land. This lady never married but had no children 
It was just her dogs and herself. She lived in like this trailer park home. It was not pretty. It wasn't a pretty house at all, you could say. Well, about six years later, the story goes that someone... It... Okay, she says that twice. So I... The story goes that someone called the police officer, got a call about a dog, a lady and her dog. The officer went to the lady's home and knocked at the door and no one answered. Well, he broke down the... the you know, I'm sorry. When people spell incorrectly and it then you're read reading it, it and it does and then you have to stop and like wait a minute you look like the goddamn fool so so the <laughs> next time you want to you know leave a review and say that somebody is stammering over their words look at the people who wrote it don't do that no no you're not gonna look at me like i'm incompetent <laughs> stop okay he broke down okay so he broke down Broke the down down. That's what she said. See that? See, I was, what, what I'm gonna start doing is reading how it's wrote. That's and we what all gonna look. And then ignorant. now people can talk about why they wrote it like and that. We all gonna me look reading ignorant. it like that. Yeah, we all because that's what, that's what it is. That's what it is. Start doing it. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I'm not gonna do that. Well, he broke down the door, like I'm a kindergarten and it teacher. said that the police officer found the lady dead. Nothing was left but bones. What? Laying next to her was her. He said that twice. Laying next to her were her dogs, both dead as well. That is where the unusual and strange things start to happen. People who never been to this place don't know what to expect if they come to this place. Sometimes nothing happens. If you are there, other times strange things happen. Like here is one thing that has happened to someone who was driving down the canyon. One night... Okay... A man one night was driving by himself and the story goes he saw the lady standing at the side of the road with her two dogs with her thumb out trying to get a ride to her house. The the man did not stop at all to give the lady a ride. He just kept going. This other story was told by my friend. My friend told me that his ex-girlfriend and her boyfriend went up there one night to check it out. They stopped from what I was told where the lady's house was. They were only there about 15 minutes. They were just taking talk. Okay. They were just talking and listening to music. Then all of a sudden, they heard a knock on the side door of the driver's seat. They both turned to look at what... Oh my God, this is so not me. They both turned to look and they saw the lady standing there knocking on the window. She was in the white and covered in blood. They saw the dog nearby as well on the hood of the car. They saw outlines of little children. They sat there in shock for about 15 minutes just looking at the lady for some reason. The lady was still knocking on the driver's side of the window. They both said she must have been there for about 45 minutes after that. My friend said they never returned there. That is not the only story like that to happen to anyone there for anymore. What I would like to know is who is this lady and why is she doing this? What I would like to know is why they sat there and let this woman knock on that window for 45, 45 minutes. Yes. From 45 minutes, you're going to knock on my, tapping on my window and you in white and we in pitch dark and but you they, in blood. They also, they did the right thing because evidently they pretended like they didn't see it. And I'm glad because that, that would have been me and you. Yep. That would have been me and you because I'm not about to do this with you because you're not about actually, to now I make was, this car actually, not start. I was the first man. 
who drove right the fuck by her and didn't even <laughs> stop. That is me. I don't give a fuck if you was... Let me tell you something right now. If you ever find yourself in reality coming across me and, like, I'm driving a car and you happen to be, have been kidnapped and even if you really is a victim, you didn't found yourself fucked depending on me. You're fucked because I'm not stopping this car. Don't worry about... Don't worry on me. There's no way in hell that I'm pulling over on a desolate highway to help anybody. You and I don't give a fuck. Well, I, could, I, I could be driving down you the road. Know I, would. I could I'm be not, driving I'm down just... the road, see a six-year-old standing there, bro. Six years old, innocent as the day is, young, and I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna hit that gas so fucking hard because <laughs> that is not reality. Because I'm trying to figure out why in the fuck there would be a six. Year, not I'm not, I'm you not know falling me. for it. You know me. I would have been like, Walter, why Bro, is he? Oh, my God. We got to so, stop. I'm going to slide down in that you seat know me. so fast. We got to stop. We got to stop. I'm going to start cussing you out while I cry. <laughs> you was never my mom. Bro. Everything, the things I'm going to say to you, it's going to be so dark and hurtful <laughs> that you just, when we get out of there and we safe, you just weep. From the amount of raw anger and rage and hate oh. that I spewed at you, if you try to pull over for this child, I don't go, bro. Wow, I don't care. That's wow. not our business. That like you let DFS handle it, <laughs> or the police, so or or Fox News, or whoever the fuck <laughs> I deal with that shit. But the Lord didn't put me in this path to be on this path. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't say I'm not no. I'm not. I'm not. Yo, that is so I'm wrong. Not, I'm not oh a my hero. god, I would not do that. I'm not you would a do hero. That? You would do that premiere. Like if I. Like, like that's in the dark. You don't know where you at. I anything. can't help that child. That even so you, you wouldn't pull over and say, you know no, what? Let me see no. what's going on with this child. No, no. I'm not doing that. When you <laughs> on a plane, they <laughs> tell you put on your it? safety mask before you try to help anybody else. I got to save myself <laughs> before I can save you. Well, and here we are on a dark road. ass children of the corn <laughs> road, and you trying some sneaky delightful shit. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You tried to. You tried to. You tried to lure me in. <laughs> you was the bait. The fuck the I come out there, I'm like, oh shit, what's wrong with the baby? <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm hooked over the back of my fucking head. I'm dragged off and Leather's making fucking a baby silk um, moose skin of my flesh to wear to his next ball. I don't fucking know. I'm, it won't happen to me. I, I'll live to tell the tale. Oh my and God. I wish the fuck you would get out that car and that child would still be there. I'm going to get in the passenger seat and I'm going to peel. I'm going to come back through and see if you're still there. But I'm going up that road. You need to learn a lesson. You need to <laughs> learn a lesson. So you going to leave me? I would. Ooh, and, and, that, and with that message, we're going to go to commercial and come right back. We're back. And we're back, guys. Right on into a new story. And it says... I surely wish you would get your phone light right out of my eyes. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. My husband and I were finally able to make a trip to Shafter, Texas... The week of December 15th through the 20th, I'm 2000. I'm to interrupt, hmm? but that sounds too close to Jasper for my black skin. Okay. Scares me. It had been two years since our last trip to Presidio. Oh, Pres- that sounds fun. Presidio, Texas, to visit with Bob Tucker and Carl Downing. Carl had passed away in March, so restoration on the never, on the newer schoolhouse had pretty much stopped. My husband and I had never stopped in Shafter, and Bob graciously consented to allow us to stay with him, even though it would be a busy work week for him. My husband and I fell in love immediately with the solitude of the place and all of the possibilities of renovating such a glorious building. I was especially fond of all the windows and the lights steaming in. My husband was more taken with the high ceilings and we both love the spaciousness of the rooms i love high ceilings 
Bob put us in the back room, which still housed Carl's bed, knowing we would not mind sleeping there. Oh, so you're necrophilic. <laughs> Here we go. Don't we go. had this conversation last night, listeners. Um, I feel like people who are comfortable with, you know, staying in the house that a person was murdered in, laid up in a bed that a man just became a stiff in, instead of getting yourself a new comforter and a new mattress and a new box spring, like a normal citizen in a, a civilized country. Wow. Um, that's a necrophilia. You want to be close to the death. You want to tittle those people. You no, wanna, you don't. You, you do. You want something. You you looking for something. It's, it's some type of edge you're trying to gain or some type of jolly you're getting off because other than that, I, I just can't see sane people doing things like this. Now, my husband and I came from Fort Worth, Texas and are used to a lot of nightly noises and knowing that Bob prefers the quietness of the night, we brought along our own portable noisemaker. <laughs> what? That's what happened when you're not born and raised in the city like us. So you be accustomed to, you know, your frogs and your crickets and your bay noises and all those nighttime sounds. Yeah, because when I'm we not, moved down I, south, it was hard I didn't for like me to all sleep. Them noises not at all. What is the hell is all of this <laughs> happening around me? At any given time, I feel like there's a man that's just gonna burst out of the woods with an axe and he'll have on, you know, a ski mask and there'll be a soft sound in the background, like then and Okay, hello. You know who it'll so be. So we bought it on a portable noise maker, which we set on the bedside table. Mm-mm. This device has been working perfectly at home. However, there would not there it would not run longer than thirty minutes and then somewhat and somehow it would turn off. It works perfectly fine again. Now that we have it at our home, it has a timer on it, but we did not set it. We let it run all night at home. On the second and third nights we couldn't get it to stay on at all. It would just flip back off when we both sat and watched it turn off. We tried playing our radio in the same electrical socket, and it would play just fine. Bob has known me for several years, and it is and is used to me talking about unexplained encounters or unexplained. Said that twice, or unexplained encounters, according to the general public. I usually know who or what I run across in the course of my day. It might be others' emotions or a touch, sometimes a whisper. Perhaps even a quick glimpse of those who no longer need their earthly bodies. Mm, that was a deep statement. Yeah, it was. Often dreams will impart a truth about the past or the future, encouraging me to track it down and prove that it was spoken. If only to myself, the ways in which our ancestors make themselves known is as varied as the individual making contact. I believe everyone has those experiences daily. Most just may not understand their experiences. This trip to Schaffner was one occasion in which I was driven by a dream of two little girls who had been killed by a minor with dark, curly, wind-blown hair. Mm. One girl was about eight with blood, with blonde hair and the other about 11 with longer, dark hair. It was one of those dreams I had waited over a year to verify, but it just kept popping up in my head. I had originally thought it had taken place in the newer schoolhouse because I was obsessed with the year 1940, but nothing triggered a memory in the newer school. However, my husband and I both heard distinctive footsteps of two children walking across the floor in the back bedroom. This occurred on the first and the third night 
we stayed with Bob. The old building of the new one are separated by a small courtyard, and both buildings have a door that opens into this yard. I wondered if there were if they were coming in from the old building and walking straight across the next courtyard door. It is a straight it is a straight path. You can see the newer courtyard door in the background picture, and it is one on the right. We were not afraid, just felt especially blessed to have little visitors. Sunday was Bob's only day off, and he took us on a tour of the grounds in the old schoolhouse. I would love to get into the restoration of the building in the two separate water closets. The building is rectangular and divided into four equal classrooms. We entered the school by the front door and stepped into a small room with two doors opening off. The back the back classrooms are accessible by walking straight through the first rooms or by a door on each side of the building. It it was the fourth room Bob showed us that had such a profound effect on me. The back classroom on the right side of this building filled me with such terror. I could not cross through that door. The fear and whispers were so overwhelming. I stopped and couldn't take a step. That rarely happens to me, and it took a while for me to force myself over the threshold. Exactly what happened in that room may never be proven, but violence to children at the hands of a curly-haired man permeates that spot. The feeling has been so great, I have continued to try to find out what might have transpired there. I have spent every day searching through the internet for what records I might find, but so far, no luck. My husband and Bob said they, they, they've never felt anything special in the atmosphere of this classroom, but I sensed it was the core of the dream I remembered of the two young girls being murdered. Bob said none of the residents remembered anything unusual, unusual taking place in the schoolhouse during the period of 1885 through 1942, however. I need no convincing, but feel compelled to try to trace it down. Perhaps these two girls are different from the two children that were once heard walking through the back room and never in newer school. There have been several reports of others who have stayed there and who heard them as well. No one has seemed to pick up on any fear or pain from the children we heard. As a matter of fact, the newer school is very welcoming, a very welcoming place. It is possible that the experience I had in this old building was an empty, different pair of children. It is so much easier for the earthly side of me to speak of gifted knowledge received from unseen sources. When someone else has experienced it also, to the day I've never been pressed to unravel what my universal mind knows, and I have been wrong in time, I will know, if only for my own satisfaction. And it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a nice story, but it, it was a lot. I mean, it was. If she said it wasn't that seem, it didn't seem that scary. You know what I can't stand? What? People who not scared of ghosts. Yeah, hers wasn't. That irritates me. Don't walk around here like, like you not uncomfortable, but yet I am. Now you make me feel like I'm the freak. <laughs> Why? Like the fuck? Like I'm like I'm the weirdo. Cause I'm scared. You, you all bold and shit, walking around. Them. And I wasn't bothered. Then what the fuck was you? Cause I, I can't, I can't be around nothing. I can't see all these noises and movements. I, I, that make me feel like maybe I'm crazy. Okay. And I don't like to feel like that. Don't play around with my mind. Okay. <laughs> 
So this experience happened to me when I was nine or 10 years old. I grew up in Sacramento and was living in the Creekside apartments with my mom and sister. One day, me and a bunch of other kids that lived in the apartments decided to go and explore the field that was next to the apartments. We walked down to the edge of the field and found a well-worn trail in the grass that went off into the oak trees that were scattered around that side of the field. We wandered down the trail to see where it went. As we made our way down the trail, an uneasy feeling came over us, and we didn't know why. The trail suddenly opened up into a grassy area with an old, dilapidated house sitting in the middle of it. The house hadn't seen a drop of paint in years, and the front porch was sagging and looked like it could, it could fall off at any moment. There was an old rocking chair sitting on the porch, and it looked as if an old, and it looked as an old, tired as the house. Okay. There was only an old screen door in the front door, and the rest of the windows had the same old dark screens on them. We dared each other to go up and knock on the door and see if anyone lived there, but no one decided to play and somewhere, somewhere else. Mm, let me just skip that. A few yeah, days later, yeah. we all decided to go down and look at the house again. And this time we were going to knock on the door. We walked down the trail and when it opened up into the grassy area, we couldn't believe what we saw. The house was gone. We looked all over the place and couldn't find anything. There wasn't a trace of anything that indicated that the house had ever been there. Six or seven of us kids all saw that same house, so we knew it wasn't our imagination. Um, so imagine what they what is going to be like. I feel like if it would have been like when he was on it and he walked into that house and then it started Blue Jay, uh, 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 <laughs> Red Baron, Blue Baron, yeah, Mountain, Mountain don't Hawk. Like that, like because what would have happened? Like if one of them would have just went in and the door would have just shut. Yeah. And all the other kids would it? What would have like? I, I feel like that's scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, who's got my house key? <laughs> who's got my house key? Wow! And then they come in. You've got it. You know I do. <laughs> so okay, this is this okay? I don't know if this is in my head or not. It just seems weird to me. Then a friend of mine found you, which I really found interesting. I was just wondering if you could answer a few questions for me. Okay. My husband and I live in an apartment in Minnesota. I feel like there is a woman's presence presence in our apartment, but my husband thinks it's all in my head. Nothing really weird ever happens, but it just started about a month after I moved in with him, which is, which was in July of 1999. We got married in October of 2000, but it seems that I am that it's but it seems that when I am watching TV in our living room that something is standing in front of our bathroom in the hallway just staring at me, not doing anything. Or when I lay in my bed and watch TV at the same at the same thing is staring at me in the doorway to our walk-in closet. But I always feel like it's it's staring at me. Then although I'm not all that organized. I do know where I put my clothes, even though a lot of them are on the floor. But I'll be talking on the phone to any, to any, he says, to a, any girlfriend. If I state 
If I state what I'm going to wear that night before I go out, I can't find either the top or the pants or some part of that outfit. Then when I come home, it's always sitting on top of my hamper. My husband thinks I just overlooked it when I know I didn't. Now I am pregnant and I almost feel like she's there more often, almost like she's jealous sometimes. I've never seen anything ever still back with this all, when all this started happening. My husband called me one morning after I left for work telling me he had a weird dream or what he then thought it was was a dream because he was talking to me. But he said I knew I had gotten up for the for work that morning. He works goofy shifts, so sometimes he goes in later than I do. And I thought that he heard me leave, but he said he felt me come back to bed. That I had even kissed him and said good morning. Mm. But then when he opened his eyes, I wasn't there. Looking at the clock, I had left at least an hour before that. That night was the first time I felt I was not alone in the home. Even though my husband, then fiancé, was not home from work. We had no roommates do you think it could be in my head, like my husband says, just an overactive, overactive imagination? Could there really be something there? Why doesn't anybody else feel its presence? I've never seen anything besides my clothes disappearing for a few hours. I've never heard of anything like that happening before. I've always been up for a good ghost story. This even seems weird to me. If he felt <clears throat> some, if he felt you come back to me and kiss him, and you know damn well you didn't come back to me and kiss him. Then who did it? It's clearly her. Like that's you, not, it, people it, that's know when not, they got energy around their house, and you can tell if it's masculine or feminine. Yeah. If you like that type of person that's like into energies, like how we in, like I'm into energy. Like I can, I can tell. I'm confused because don't make her feel like she losing her mind. And that's what's wrong because like, the I fact that you had to have told her, yeah, babe, I thought that you came back in the bed. I even you gave me a kiss. And he was yeah, like, yeah, and if I tell you I didn't do and that, I'm telling you I didn't. So now it's in your head. So yeah, don't fucking ever make me feel like I'm the crazy one and you the one with the experience, <laughs> bitch. I didn't have a kiss on my head. Somebody <laughs> kissed you on your head and it wasn't me. <laughs> and now I'm wondering if you comfortable with a ghost kissing you on your head. You'll be comfortable with the next bitch. What you doing? You <laughs> so now I feel like you'll cheat on me because you're obviously not worried about being kissed. <laughs> so what's happening here? If you'll if you'll if you'll play necrophiliac with a ghost, <laughs> then you'll do anything. So what's up? What's really good? Who else you been seeing? <laughs> Tell me about some of the alive bitches that you've been having uh, dalliances with. <laughs> Because now we we know for sure, one thing for certain, two for sure, you'll have dalliances with spirits. <laughs> How? Because she kissed him and said good morning. And you laid there and I told you it wasn't me. You were supposed to get upset. You've been socially <laughs> raped by a spirit and you ain't giving me no reaction. So that means this ain't the first time you didn't let random bitches just kiss you. Wow, Walter. I don't think I should come back to bed because <laughs> I, much like Annie Wilkes said, you're a dirty birdie and I don't think I should be around you for a while. <laughs> no, you did throw her in there. Yeah. So, this is Glenn. I was spending the night with two friends, Little John and Eric, for the weekend. We built a clubhouse on a hill about half a mile away from his house. Every time we spend the night out there, something strange happens. Then you should stop spending the night because you say every time. <laughs> Stuff like strange sounds. We see things and we lose 
something important every time. Every time. You hear this? He making sure he making a point to say every time. There are train tracks near the club, so we think that that sound, that something happened. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so we think that something happened there. Like somebody got hit by a train. Since, which is spelled C-I-N-C-E. Okay. Since their house is in the middle of nowhere, there wasn't no one else except six people that participated in this. Eric, Little John, and I spent the night in the club that night before, and it was getting dark, so we was getting the stuff from the night before and bringing it back to where, to their house. On the way up the hill, we saw headlights in, in their driveway, and we just thought their mom's boyfriend was pulling up. When we got there, we sat and rested for a while. We spent a good five minutes just sitting there, and we heard footsteps. We just thought it was their mom's boyfriend trying to scare us. Then their mom yelled for us, so we thought we would mess up their plans since it was dark. Little John and I got flashlights and jumped out of the club and shined the lights to where the footsteps, the sound stopped. Then we heard more footsteps on the other side of us, so we shined the light there and the footsteps stopped. Nothing there. Little John and I looked at each other and then Eric came out of the club. We looked at him odd and we all took off running. On the way back home, we we all heard footsteps behind us running. Eric kept yelling, it's behind me. We got to get to the house. And everyone in the kitchen looking at us like we were, like we were stupid, which is spelled S-T-U-P-E-D. Then their mom said that she was calling for us because she heard footsteps down the hill. We could, we could believe her even though we was the exact opposite direction we was in. I want you to read this whole thing. <laughs> like right from here. You don't want me to read it because I but okay, honey, because no, you don't no. want me to do it because I'll read it the way it's wrote. No, no. And we'll all be awkward. <laughs> I'm not with that dumb shit. I am not your kindergarten teacher. I should not have to sit here. Stop. Okay. But yeah, that was it. Well, first of all, how did she hear the footsteps down the hill? That's She's story. in the kitchen. How would she hear footsteps all the way down yeah, the hill? that's what I'm saying. That's just some big... But I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen. It just didn't sound right. But, um... Probably the way they told it. It probably would have made sense if you was hearing it out their mouth and not written down. But I can... I can I've, I've heard stories where people would hear footsteps and then you shine a light and there's no footsteps yeah, there. Yeah, I've heard of that. And... I've heard, but I didn't get that part when he was like, Eric came out of the clubhouse. Weren't they all in the clubhouse, yeah, shining so, the light? But, but two of the bulls was out of the clubhouse, and then the other bull came out there and looked at them like, y'all y'all see that ain't nothing here. How was they out of the clubhouse when they were all in the clubhouse? They were out of the clubhouse, and they tried to sneak up on who they thought was going to be his mom's uh, boyfriend. Oh, that was inside. And the though. bull was in the clubhouse, and he came out there and looked at them like. So what, he just jumped out of the tree and ran? Yeah, he he came with them when he realized that he that we all hearing something, but ain't nobody out here. Mm. So we gotta get back to the house. Then it was running behind them, you know. Okay. You know about running behind. Well, this is from. Okay. It says my house is haunted. I know that. (laughs) I know that there are human spirits, and that there is more than one because of various experiences. There was an old lady who died in the house right before we moved in when I was about three. Before that, a fairly wealthy family lived in the house in the 1890s. No one really moved in 
moved in. So they probably lived and died there. I began to levitate in my sleep. And I had vivid dreams of floating and looking down on things. When I wake up, I would fall down on my bed as if I had been as if I had been on a tour of earth from heaven. And although it ended, sometimes my bed shakes at night and I hear footsteps in the attic, little balls of light, which I later find out as a result of curiosity or orbs that flew across my room, my brother's room, and in the hallway at night. Things always seem to disappear from places too. Ironically, these things only seem to happen to me. I only recently found out why. Remember when you were very little and you lived in that house with the old lady in it that no one else could see? You would wake up in the middle of the night and see the little boy standing there and you began to talk to your mother and she comes into the... to. Oh my God, this is all... Jumbo. You start reading. Why did it really get quiet? <laughs> I'm what sorry, like... Say? Because some of the things that... What am I reading from? you just reading. Okay. Because I can't... Then I'm going to go ahead and end that one. Why? Because it was too much. When I was married, my wife and we... Don't read stuff like it's rope. People may have messed up. Well, when I was married, my wife and we would hear him walking upstairs when we were in the basement. She saw him in the middle of the night, once leaning on the chest of drawers... She could see his silhouette against the window, watching us sleep. Once again, she woke me up screaming, He's in the doorway! He's in the doorway! As she scooted further and further, further and further against me, scared to death. I have heard his footsteps pass the couch as I sat on it and could feel the cool draft. Once my wife and I were in the basement, our dog and cat were on the small landing at the top of the stairs. As we heard his footsteps and both watched the ceiling above us following the sound of his footsteps. The cat and the dog looked up at the door above them where he would have stopped. The cat arched his back and hissed. I'm divorced now, but he was, but he has been active again recently. I have been awakened by loud bangs at my bedroom door. I've had it closed open. I've had, no, mostly because I'm not too comfortable with this guy. I don't know what made the noise. When I looked, nothing was laying on the floor or anything. About a week ago, I heard a radio alarm go off in the other room. It first came on very clear and then started getting staticky as if someone was trying to change channels. On top of that, the touch lamp was on. Three days ago, I went into the spare bedroom and found the door to the closet open. I closed it. When I went back into the living room, I heard something hit the floor. When I went back in, I found the radio on the floor. It would have been an easy task to get that radio off the table since the cord was somewhat wrapped around the raised edge. I'm getting a little concerned. He seems to be gaining strength. I have thought about calling a, a priest, hoping he could do some type of blessing on the house. I'm checking your website, hoping that I might find a way of dealing with him, hoping to find out what he may need or want. <laughs> well, I... I don't know what he could possibly need and or want <laughs> other than to make noise and make a havoc in your house Original. and pay no rent. You still saying that? Yet sit around scot-free fucking shit up. <laughs> no. I don't, I won't, I won't play that. 
I don't play that in my household. You don't know what you're playing. I know exactly what the you fuck I'm talking about. You said, first of all, this is the same man who's who want, who's going to move to New York yep. and then get this house that he knows is haunted. I know it's haunted. I've dreamed about this house. I know exactly what it's going to look like. I know exactly what she's going to look like. And she all, and, and the same way I feel like I know exactly what she look like and what it's going to be, she know I'm coming. And she know I'm not going nowhere. Mm. This our house. <laughs> you said you refuse to leave. I love this house. From the time, the first time I ever had this dream when I was little, I have always loved this. What house. the house look like? It's like a gorgeous baby blue with like the red, uh, like the why red before trim. you even why before you even said blue? Like, let me ask you: Is it like because when I when you first started describing, I feel like this big yard and it's like yep. this wraparound porch yep. and it's like this sky blue of a paint on the yep. outside and it's like white in it's white like white trim. Yes, wow, yep. yo, and I'm so serious, guys. It's my house. This was not even because he has never told me what it looked like. He just told me he, who the lady was. This is my house. See, I t- I have that, and I'm, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not doing it with you. Well, I'll be in Cali. The thing is, she she know like I know that even if I'm in it alone, it's me and her. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. You don't live here no more, madam. How long she and been I there? will not yield to the lady. I don't give a fuck. She's been there since the 1800s. <laughs> I'm here in 2021, you not, so you, 23. So you gonna, whatever time so, I get so, there. So what, what if it get? So what if it get like the conjuring? You ain't. I'm leaving. a flat out saying. You didn't did all of this, wasting up all this energy, and I have yet to even expend a little bit and give it a fuck. You know darn well. I, I, I maybe you might be scared, but I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I love that house, my backyard garden, all of it. I'm not going anywhere. We did we, and if you keep pushing me, that white trim on the front will be turned into black because I ain't really fuck with it. But I'm gonna leave it the way it is because it was yours. But if you want to be a bitch about it. <laughs> That red trim can come down. I've replaced that shit with uh, some marigolds. I don't give a fuck. It won't be that. It'll be a disturbance and there'll and be people, no peace yeah, in our house. Like when you do that. Well, then you act right. I'll act right. And we'll roll on through the ditches and see what the end going to be. <laughs> so but I'm not going nowhere, especially I'm kicking out rent every month. Yeah, I electricity do. bill. You ain't helping on nothing but I making fucking demands. Away, like when you watching like a haunting, and then they um they move into these houses and they spent their last. And they hitting to the get out of my house. I'm I'm I'm. Well, me. I'm sorry because you didn't help I'm pay this mortgage. I'm like, sorry. I thought I was scrounging and scraping and scratching and surviving <laughs> to pay the fucking rent in here. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> I'm the one keeping house up. Okay, fuck out of here. This should be a decrepit hole in the wall if it wasn't for me. And you got the audacity to say, get out of my house. You mean our house. <laughs> and even when I die, it's our house. That's how it's going to be me and you and this bitch haunting the next person. Because I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so that's how you going. I ain't going nowhere. And she know it. Like, I know that she going to be there. I'm telling you, I know that she going to be there. And she need. To, I, I hope that she got the foresight. To know that I'm coming. I'm not bounding myself. I'm gonna do all kind of shit. Fry fish in that house. And I don't even eat fish. <laughs> Just so the smell can get on her fucking nerves. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Hold up. This is you in a spirit. Yup. How does how does I know exactly what she looked like? She got like her hair be out. Like I guess she was like she had like her mind started to go when she died. Mm. Cause she kind of looked like it. Like her hair. Just oh, she all wanted over them quick. Oh, I can't come visit. She you got today. like a shawl. Oh, and I can't really remember what her dress looked like, like but she wearing a dress of, and she got a shawl. sitting around with that shawl and that bun in her hair. But it ain't crazy. no bun, it's just out. It just hang. No, I can't. And her, like, you know that, uh, you know that hump that they get as you get older, like mm-hmm. your back start to crunch in? Yeah. Like King Boomy on Avatar? Whatever. If you're, if you're, if you're out there and you know about 
<laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender, then you know what I'm talking about. Okay. We out there. Take it on that. Why you can't say the humpback of Notre Dame? Just like that. You know how they get. Okay. So like that, she got that. No, he was just too much. But, but it's not that bad. It's just about. like a slight but I little know what bump. She's talking about. And then she just I, I don't ever in the dreams I don't ever see her like standing over me or doing nothing menacing. But in the dream, I'm dreaming of how it's gonna be when I'm living in the house. And I always see her like out of the periphery, out of like out of a corner of my eye or I'm sitting on the bathroom toilet, you know, eliminating. Mm. And she just walked by like, you know how you happen to be looking at your thighs Did and you your just feet? say eliminating? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you know how you happen to be looking at your feet and shit? Mm-hmm. And I'll happen to see her slippers go by. So she not haunting you? No, she, she just... just there. And me and her there. And y'all both rocking out. Y'all, she don't fuck with me and I don't fuck with her. But you see her. That's the only problem that I have with her. I don't want to see She don't her. got no problem showing herself. Like, always. Like, I be in the kitchen making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. I close the refrigerator. And in the far back, because, like, in the kitchen of the house, like, you can see straight back into, like, the downstairs bedroom and, like, a den area and shit. Mm. And, like, if you cooking in the kitchen, like, you sitting in the, on the island area and you look off, you can see her, like, just go through, like, cross of the hallway and she going to that. another she room. She's gonna be like that when company comes. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. She a G, no doubt. I can't visit you. And like many a people no, gonna come to my house you. and be like your house horning. No, I'm but be like, I, I yeah, and I'm one of them, and I can't visit you. So I'll tell you before you, I even get there. That's I just, can't visit you. That's just McGonagall. That's what I named. No, her. I don't care what you name her. I said I can't visit you. You can. We visit can talk me. on you the phone. Visit and me. no. And I'm not even trying to say I won't come to New York and see you. Now you can visit me because no, I, I can't live there by myself, mommy. I'm well, scared. I don't know what to tell you. But what I can't you give up. You I can't, can't live, live there up by yourself, but you want to live there. I can't give up my then house. Who, who going to live with you? Because not me. I will not yield to the lady. Okay, but who going to live with you? My mom. What mom? You, me and you and McGonagall. Oh, you crazy. I, I live in Cali. She might not. I don't know why you keep on. She might not show herself to you. She's not that type of person. Like she's not that type of person. To be like, get out of my house. She just lived there. No, well, she can live there. You and her. I really don't even know if she knows she did the way that in the dream she well, be walking around. It's almost like her. she can't and see she me. Will know Only I can see her. Because if I come there one night and that eerie stuff start, I'm gonna tell her you are dead. It's not <laughs> eerie. She don't look at you. I don't care. Like she don't be near you where you can see I her. I don't like that. You know how most ghosts turn and they look at you so they know that you know that they're there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she walk around that bitch oblivious to even you you so just she, happen to see her she oh, don't see so you it's, oh so she on that um she, what's that movie the others the others so she on that yeah mm. no I'm because cool they that. were ghosts to them people yeah and but i'm cool with that she don't see me i don't i, I act like i don't see her yeah, i can't but, but leave the thing this is, house i will see her and I'll i start tell her. growing my tomatoes and my collard greens and i'm supposed house. to leave yeah, how, I, can't, what, rock, how I, I can't rock out with you. I can't pick house. my plants like that, mommy. Mm-hmm. They, they, when I come visit, I'm gonna stay at an Airbnb or I'm gonna stay at a hotel nearby. But uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. she's not even unruly. I don't care. I don't. Care. What the hell? Why the hell would I want to live in a haunted house? Why would I want to come it's and beautiful. stay? Beautiful. Like, I, oh, but then you might as well and go you ahead. Gotta no, I got. I got. You know what? You know what? I got something for you. What you could do? You could just go ahead and rent it out, rent them rooms out, and then you won't be there alone. You will turn it into an Airbnb, or you'll turn. I don't want no motherfucking well, stranger staying in me and McGonagall's house. That's what the hell I'll be. A stranger. We don't play that I ain't shit. Coming. I'm a stranger. Me and McGonagall do not have strangers. I'm a stranger. I won't be there. You ain't no stranger. She I know am. you, my mom. No, she don't. Don't put me in her fucking life. Yo, excuse me. You know what? That's it. This it for the night, guys. It's been real because you are creeping me out and you are messing with me right now. And I can't. My anxiety is cutting up. So listen, this, it's been real. 
It has been. This it's has been, been a fun. good episode for me. It really has. I hope we didn't do too much ranting and raving for you, you know, guys. Because like I but... tried to listen to the stories. But from now on, you know what I think we need to start doing? We need to start selecting our stories before we read them and go through them at least once or twice to realize if the person is speaking accurately or not. Because really, that reflects on us and make us look like we can't read and write. Yeah, because people and, and a couple of them reviews, people were saying that I was stumbling over. I wasn't. No, it's I'm not stumbling me. over the mistake. It's stu- it's me because I'm reading fluently. Okay, and when, and when I get I'm, to a I'm word, and to it's you. like, wait a minute, because one of these letters had everything like they were like there, and they were spelling there. It makes me like, feel like I'm not giving you a a a, a competent um lucid person when I talk to you and that because if you could believe that I would stumble over those type of words that means the person like that I'm since, presenting to you one of them was spelled S-I-N-C-E that means no, the person you C-I-N-C-E pre- that means the person you presenting to them is like ignorant or something that must be what you showing them that you would be the type of person that would stumble over your words but I'm very That's meticulous I mean. when it comes to my spelling I, I felt very right. assaulted because yeah, I was don't telling my son me. about me and my reading I, I can read because she had a hard time and Walter didn't didn't <laughs> I excelled but I had a hard time so reading when I was a don't child don't ever. what you getting right now is nothing okay well, how I used not to that read. I would know because she was 17 don't put I my was ba- a child. Well, you know what? I don't, I don't know her business. I, I wasn't there. I can only say what she told me. So guys. For all I know, she could have been a goddamn prodigy. <laughs> Listen, guys. But uh, that's we got it. The, uh, we got a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Our, our YouTube channel is up and running. What was I stammering over? Our YouTube channel is up and running now. And we have the very stories that we share on here, also on there. Uh, uh. Under the same name, True Ghost Stories by Real People, please. If you're not already following our Facebook group. Yes. So comment, subscribe, and share. Please leave your comments. Because we want... You know what I also want is for a lot of people to leave more stories. Because we've been getting a lot of messages. Make sure they're written correctly. (laughs) Yes. There you go. Say yes. We've been said bye. This I, that's the problem. But so long. Bye, guys. Farewell to, to you, you, my friends. You no, can't no. sing that. That's copyright. Okay, well, go ahead. Oh, you can't, yeah. yeah. You can't do that. No, we can for but now. I feel like I could because I grew up there and therefore I should have the, uh, what's that? The, the Not the liberty. What's that called? The leeway? Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have that because um, I have seniority because I, that's my generation. Okay, well, go ahead and do it with that. No, girl, bye. Go ahead. Say no, so no, long. No, 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 guys. Then. What I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to close out on no, this. No, I'll do this. Song. Don't do no, that. No, you're not doing that. That's copyright. So long. We, I said stop goodbye. that. That's copyright. Well, go ahead. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and tell them that we're going to say goodbye because I need to finish, you know, talking you into going to with me to, you know, right outside of the city. Like hell you are. 